Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. We are happy to go out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by a three-time World Series champion, the longest tenured coach in San Francisco Giants history. He is Ron Wotus joining us here on the show. Ron, we appreciate the time, my friend. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. BK Alex, I hope you guys are well as well. Uh, we're doing all right. Your, your Giants put a number on the Cardinals last night. Complete game shutout in that one by Alex Cobb. And uh, the Cardinals season has not been going according to plan, to say the least. They're 9-14 and 14 now on the season, Ron. Uh, Ron, you've been around some really talented teams in your Giants career. When you have a team that you know is talented and they're going through struggles as a coach, how do you respond to that this early in the season? Well, I think the first thing uh, you have to realize is it is a long season and you don't want to overreact. You know, the thing that I think of when we were going through tough stretches, I think it's extremely important that when you stay more positive with the guys, pump them up. You know, me and Tim Flannery used to always try to do that, especially in big games and during the playoffs, you know, letting them know how good they are. Um, you always have to address, you know, the negative, the things that aren't going correctly. But uh, I think you can overdo it. Look, you have talent. The cream will rise to the top. It's just a matter of time. And, you know, coming out of spring training, it's hard to tell exactly what you have because spring training isn't a very good judge um, of the performances of the players because of the competition level. You don't have, you know, your, your major league pitchers uh, pitching consistently, you're getting a lot of fastballs, et cetera, et cetera. So sometimes it takes a little while for the, for the team to gel, especially when you have new acquisitions, see how the guys interact together and, and get their feet on the ground, especially when guys come from different leagues, et cetera, et cetera. Ron, I've asked this question to a couple of other former coaches in Major League Baseball, and I am curious from your perspective, uh, 23 games into a season, is there a number or a portion of the season where as a front office, as a coaching staff, you start to get a really good feel of of what your team is going to be this season? Yeah, I think um, if you're healthy coming out of spring training, I think it takes a better part of a month to really see where you're at. Um, in our situation here this year, we've had a lot of injuries. So you have a lot of complimentary players jumping in guys. You didn't expect to get as many reps and guys moving their position. You know how everybody does it today. You have a guy that's, you know, not necessarily uh, an outfielder by trade, but because you lost a big bat, you're sticking them in the outfield and it may affect your defense, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, for me, it takes a little while and it takes a little while for the guys to come together. If it's a new group. Every year is different. Every year is different. And, you know, I, I don't overreact to it. I think you just got to take it, you know, the old cliches a day at a time. But I would say it takes a better part of at least a month uh, to get a real good feel of where you're at and, and, and how you're going to be. 
Ron Wotus is our guest here on 101 ESPN, three-time World Series champion, now serving as a special assistant with the Giants as the Cardinals are in San Francisco this week. Uh, Ron, one of the issues that the Cardinals have run into is uh, you could call it bad luck. I know some of our text line thinks that it's just a bad approach. Uh, you could go a million different directions, but they're hitting with runners in scoring position has been off this season. In your history, I'm sure you've had stretches with the Giants where you were watching it. You were like, we can't buy a hit with runners in scoring position right now. When you're going through a stretch like that as a coach, is there anything you can do to try to get things back on track? Or is that just one of those things where uh, you pray to the baseball gods that the, the streak ends sooner rather than later? Well, I wish there was a magic bullet that you could tell guys to have them hit better with runners in scoring position. You know, some guys are better at it than others, the guys that can slow their the heartbeat down, you know, guys that stay within themselves. You know, one thing that's noticeable to me um, in the game now is everybody's going for the home run with the launch angle and, you know, the approaches and analytically people like the home run. And I think a lot with runners in scoring position has to do with just getting that, that knock, getting that base hit. Um, you know, you can shorten your swing. You can, uh, you can just try to get base hits instead of trying to do damage with men in scoring position. And I think the other area that I would focus on if I was managing is getting the guy in from third with less than two outs. Um, that used to be another skill that everybody was uh, worked on consistently, you know, getting the guy over from second with nobody out, getting the guy in from third with nobody out. And again, it's kind of the same approach, <clears throat> you know, uh, and put the bat head on the ball. It's easier to hit a fly ball or a ground ball at the infield back than it is to try to do damage. So I think you got to stay within yourself. And uh, you know, um, you know, some players are better at doing that. Um, but as a coach, there's not a whole lot you can do. I think it's going to balance out for the for the most part over the course of the season. Um, if the if the hitters are putting up good at bats, I think they're going to end up hitting with runners in scoring position in that wall even out Ron speaking of of coaching you've been around some of the greats in the game and you've worked with them guys like Dusty Baker and Bruce Bochy I I am curious just from you seeing the game now compared to what it's been in the past how much does a manager impact a ball club in in this type of season I think the manager makes a huge difference um you know I like you mentioned the two and then you add Felipe Alou in there and you know I, I think the leader of the club really sets the tone not only how the guys play on the field, but just the experience and calmness, knowing when to have a meeting, you know, when to manage an individual, call them into the office. I, I think the more experience you have at doing that, I think it really shows up because we spend an awful lot of time on the skills and, and, and the numbers in today's game. But, you know, knowing the individual, where they're at in their career, you know, what they need, um, you know, getting them to relax, whatever it is, you know, seeing, that, you know, they're, they're overswinging with men on base, whatever it is. I think, I think the good coaches and the manager have a, a real big influence on in those things, and, and, and that's a difference maker for me. Ron Wotus is our guest for just another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Ron, I want to take you back to 2012. You, you've got a good club. Uh, you're coming off of a, a disappointing 2011 season where you guys missed the playoffs, but you have the same core as you did in 2010 when you won the World Series. You start out the season and you're 18 and 19 through the first 37 games. You're six games back in the National League West. 
What changed for that team? Because they went on to win 94 games in the regular season. You won the division. You ended up winning the World Series. Do you remember something specific that changed that allowed that team to head in the right trajectory? Well, first of all, I got to tell you guys, the years run together for me. <laughs> sure, of course. After 24 years, it's hard to distinguish, you know, some of the some of the, uh, the the things like you're just asking right now. But I do know this. I mean, I, I remember even when we won the World Series, and I, it, it might have been 12. Um, when you start off like that, you think, wow, you know, we're not very good. And it goes back to your original question, when do you know? You know, sometimes you you really don't know if you just don't have a horses on the field. You just don't know what what the team's going to be because so many things change throughout the course of the season with the injuries. And I think one thing that we always did, and I'm I'm sure twelve was a big part of that. And I think we made some trades. And if I remember correctly, that was when we got Hunter Pence and Hunter Pence, the Reverend. Uh, he he was just what we needed. He brought a lot of energy. He became one of the leaders uh, with his energy and rallying the troops and the yes, yes, yes movement that he had. He was giving, if you remember, he was giving those um, he was giving those speeches before the games and throwing sunflower seeds up in the air, and, and everybody got everybody hyped up. But we always did that, you know. Cody Ross, Pat Burrell in 2010, Hunter Pence, and uh, was it Scudero that came in in 12? I, I believe. Um, or no, I'm getting my ears. I, that was probably later on. See, I'm getting it. Confused. I think that's right. I think you got that right. Nailed it. Yeah, but but those guys made a huge difference, and I think the trading deadline is very very important to a team. And you know, if you if you hang around within striking distance in the first half and around the trading deadline, the trading deadline is is a is a definer for me. Do you sell? Do you add? Do you go for it? And we always went for it. You know, maybe a couple of years we we should have. We, we shouldn't have tried to go for it, but that's what we're in the business to do is to win games, and we always did. And, and that's why I, I think that's such a, 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 a pitiful, pivotal uh, part of the season on uh, if you're going to get help or if you're not going to get help. And it just lifts the confidence of the club when you can add some good players. So anything's possible. And most of those runs that we had, we played good baseball at the right time. You know, we weren't a juggernaut in at least two of the three of those World Series. Not that we were a juggernaut in, in the one, but we were pretty good. Um, so I, I think that's an important thing that we've always done and made a difference in, in our World Series runs. Ron Wotus is a three-time World Series champion. He is the longest-tenured coach in the history of the San Francisco Giants, a heck of an organization. He was a heck of a coach. Ron, we appreciate the time, as always, man. Enjoy the rest of this series out there in San Francisco, and hopefully we'll talk with you again soon. Look forward to it. You know, it's always tough when we play the Cardinals, so we got three more with you. It was, it was a good pitch to ball game last night. It was, a, it was a really, really good game. Better for us than you guys, but <laughs> we got three tough ones coming up. It's always tough playing the Cardinals. Yeah, we wish you the best of luck the rest of the yeah. way, but we hope you have zero luck in the next three games. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Hey, same to you. Thanks, Absolutely. Ron. That's Ron Wotus joining us here on 101 ESPN. Hugely appreciate his time, as always, when he joins us here on BK and Ferrario.